What's going on, everybody? It's your host, Buster Caballero, the Good Old Boy Podcast. Thank you for tuning back in. If this is your first time listening, appreciate you tuning in, giving us a listen or a view if you're watching this on YouTube. If you're one of my returning listeners, I really appreciate you coming back and listening to me ramble and discuss and think about the thoughts and what's going on. Um, first of all, as we always do, guys, if you are stuck in life, you have Maybe you have some dreams, some aspirations, you have something you want to get going, you want to accomplish, something that's bothering you, bugging you, gnawing at you, like, man, I really want to do this. How do I get started? You don't know how to get started. Give me a call. Go in the show notes. Click the link that says get on a form, 15-minute call. We'll sit and talk and just go over something really quick. There's got to have a way that Within, I think, a few minutes, we can get a jump start going, get the initial inertia needed to get the ball rolling and going, get a little bit of focus, understanding why it's bothering you, and we'll get going. And for the guys who've called, signed up, thank you. I've enjoyed our conversations. Now, for the guys who have sent me messages saying, Buster, I'm loving the podcast. For the wives who have said, hey, my husband's listening to you. We listen to you. Thank you. I love hearing from you. I love hearing that, you know, this is being consumed. The downloads, I'm seeing them. The the listens, there are. And I wonder, I wonder who is just listening to me. And I I see it. And when I hear it, thank you. Lining up guest guys. I know this has just been me by myself. I'm working on getting my schedule for interviews lined up. I, re- I got to do something with the background here. And that's part of it is I want to have a good studio where when people come in here and sit down, they are able to, they're able to feel like comfortable at home, relaxed. I've been in a few studios and seen a few from my friends who are hosting their shows. And, and it's just, man, it looks really good. As you see behind me, I just got my bulletin board where I got, uh, notes from loved ones, family, friends, and pictures that mean something to me, and little trinkets hanging up. And I've got my whiteboards that I've tried to black out because I got a little bit of stuff on there. Uh, so this is the beginning of the month. So we got September, October, November, December. Four months left in the year. And a lot of times you get to this point where you understand, like, oh my God. It's almost Christmas, which means if it's September, we have Labor Day. October comes Halloween. And after October, it's it's on to the races. Thanksgiving, Christmas, football season. You know, we're we're in the mix of it all. In four months, it's gonna fly by before you know it. And maybe at the beginning of the year, you thought, I'm gonna do this, I'm gonna do that, I'm gonna complete some things. And now you're four months out, you know, <laughs> new year, new you. How's that working out for you? Huh? It's okay. It's okay. I understand. Not doing this to get on you, but I'm just here to just have a little bit of understanding. And most of the time, when it comes to this, there's a few key factors that th- this is something I was talking with a friend of mine about the other day. We're talking about you know, I'm, I like to read. I'm still getting through my John Beverly book. 
I like to listen to podcasts. I like to study. I like to try and understand human nature. I I like to consume knowledge. I like to consume uh, information. I'm a learner. I love to learn. And one of the things that happens with this, which happens to a lot of people, is this formula that can get out of whack real simple, real easily. And before you know it, you're stuck in this problem. And the formula is the production consumption formula. Now, what this is, is you have really essentially what it boils down to two types of individuals. You have consumers and you have producers. And each one of these, while they are individual people, it is very tied into each other and what they do with each one of these traits. For example, take a dinner. Take a really good dinner when you go to a friend's house. You go to my house. Here's the way it goes. And I'm planning for Sunday. I'm cooking shrimp and grits. Uh, I can't wait. We're going to have Sunday dinner. The Tigers, LSU Tigers, are going to be playing Florida State. Going to have to watch that game. EA Sports. Shout out to my people. They know who they are. Hashtag EA Sports. And I'm going to be producing a meal. Now, with that production, I am going to be, you know, I have to do things in a certain way. I have to get my shrimp i have to get my grits i got to get all my recipes i got to get everything that's involved with that and so in order to have that ready to go and available what i have is i had to learn how to actually make shrimp and grits i had to consume the knowledge of what goes into this what makes good grits what makes a good shrimp you know, because I'm from Louisiana. I say I'm cooking shrimp and grits. People automatically assume it's in his blood. He'll do it. He'll, he should know how to do it already. Well, let me tell you, I had to study. I had to find, I had to get bits and pieces. I had to learn, hey, where do I put my shrimp at? Where do I, how do I cook that? How do I get my, my, uh, my grits real good? In fact, my buddy, my buddy Clint, his dad, gave me the secret to really good grits. And when he told me, I was like, you joking? That? He goes, I ain't giving it to you now. You got to go learn for yourself. Send me a message. Send me a text message. I'll send you a recipe. Really, I'm not going to put it out on here. But that's the thing. I had, to, I had to consume knowledge. I had to consume something that was going to, I would be able to produce later with. And right now, there is a significant problem with overconsumption. Are you consuming to consume or are you consuming to actually take and produce something later? Now, what you see on that side is social media, food, distractions. What are you consuming? I mean, Go. The simplest thing you can do is you go in your phone, you go in the settings, and you see what you spend your time on. And I'll tell you, is it Instagram, Facebook, YouTube? You know, where are you at? 
It's a conscious awareness of are you consuming enough of what you need in certain amounts and certain volumes and able to produce what you need to produce to be able to deliver something else that someone else can consume and in turn produce off of. It's a chain of events. One consumes, they produce, another consumes what you produce, and then they go about and produce. It's a pretty good flywheel. If you can get in a group of guys that that are doing that, I mean, other families that are doing that, it will pay dividends. It will... It's compound interest. It's one of the best things that I've seen happen. I tend to surround myself with some really like-minded people. Uh, I mean, <laughs> I mean, just to show you this, let me let me let me see if I can break this all down. I'm in several groups, and I'm in several kind of like group chats on the side. And every group that I'm in, it's always about it's about you know guys producing bringing it to the table for consumption, and in, in turn, we're doing it. That's why I want to work, get my background so well, because, you know, when I was with the OTG guys, they had a great studio. Uh, one of the other guys in the group that's in that text, uh, Blake Baker, we're going to work on getting him. He's got a great setup on his studio. I really like it. Uh, but that's just one group. I have my men's group that I meet with every Tuesday night for my church, and those guys... We go in there consuming the good book, and then we come out there, and what are we? how do we produce off of this? We check each other. We challenge each other on how are we going to use this information to produce better men. I have um, you know, a group of dads that are all in the homeschool space that we're in, and each one of these guys are producing. In fact, we produced some music the other night off a whim, and it was a great time because we had all taken the time to consume what it takes to learn music. And, and man, it was a good time. It was a jam. I've got my group of, of work people who I'm constantly pinging things off of that we are that we are all like we've consumed. We're consuming, consuming knowledge. Has anyone experienced this? Has anybody done this? And it's turned into something that's so amazing and so knowledgeable that I find that anytime I don't know how to produce the results that I'm trying to get, I have an availability in a network somewhere to consume knowledge or get pointed in a direction that I know. I can get something approved. It's very, very, very simple. Now you said, Buster, this can get out of whack very easily. Yes, it can. I'm going to tell you the two ways that this gets out of whack. The first one is you strictly consume. And when you strictly consume without any application of the knowledge, that you are consuming, everything gets out of whack. Think of it this way. You eat, you eat, you eat. You never exercise. Yeah, it's going to get fat. You're going to have some problems. But if you consume in order to produce good workouts, healthy habits, things like that, you'll get in good shape. If you consume knowledge, but you never apply it, It's wasted potential. You can study every bit of knowledge and things, but if you never put it into practice, if you read every book on playing piano and and 
music and she and all do all this, but you never touch the keys. You never pick up a guitar. You'll never produce anything and you will just consume and consume and consume. And this happens. This is very easy to nowadays with the amount of information out there. At a certain point, you have to like push yourself away from the table of knowledge and say like, I need to go produce something with this now. It's, it's a very dangerous trap to be put in to say like, I've, I've learned and studied all this stuff. You don't study without application. And then the other thing is to try and produce without consumption, to try and produce and put stuff out and do work. And where this gets dangerous is, you know, there's, there's an old saying that if you give me six hours to cut down a tree, I'll spend the first four sharpening the axe. And if you never stop your production to consume either a break or study what you've produced and how you can get, make it better, your production results will falter. You will pour from an empty cup. For example, if you're a guy that likes to shoot and all you ever do is go shoot and 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 and you never take the time to break your weapon apart and and clean it and degrease it and take the action and study and take everything that goes with it and review, you will never become a better shot. Your tool will dull. You will lose everything and then you'll end up frustrated and you won't get the results you're after. I'm trying to teach my kids this right now. Take what you learn, put it into action. Kids are very easy nowadays to be able to to just consume, consume, consume and not put any production out because we don't push them enough. And this is one of the things that can just get lazy. It can get it can get difficult to get that ball rolling. But I do believe it's possible. Some I I can name great people who constantly learn and then put it into application. They study, they get educated, they get informed, they get that knowledge, and then they go and produce some amazing things. Whether you're a chef, a mechanic, uh, a parent, a teacher, a coach, any one of these things, you have to make sure you're consuming the right things. And if you're dulled down by consumption of things that are not giving you any reward, any production, any bit of reward, besides just a quick dopamine hit, my brother, we need to work on that. We need to acknowledge it, and then we need to set it aside. And if you don't know, get your network up. Get your people surrounded by, and then go out there and start producing. Maybe you got a dream of a business and you want to start it. Learn. Very simple. I don't know how to start a business. You start by starting. You, you. What do I need? I need a tax ID number. I need a secretary of state filing. Call me if you want to start a business. I'll, I'll walk you through the first ten steps you need to do. You know, whenever we first uh, bought our Airbnb that we have. Yellow Door Properties, look it up. 
we had to learn. I had to start consuming amounts of information of like, what do I need to know about this? I need a, there was a whole new area that I had to go forward into and learn and study and be like, what, what, is, what is the cap rate? What is this? What is that? You know, what are the formulas? How do you judge this? And I, had, and I was surrounded by some people who knew it and was willing to allow me to consume off of what they produced. And then in turn, I did, I was able to, and our partners were able to. But it's this, it's this bit, you know, when I had, man, and we're lucky and we're very fortunate and we're blessed right now in the time that we live, that there is so much information out there. And maybe like with this podcast, I love to consume. I love to knowledge, have knowledge. I love to get better. I love to do that and then put that into practice. But at the same time, I like to share that knowledge. So I, I want to share what I've learned. I want to share what I've, what I've put forward to. I mean, I've read a ton of books that the biggest thing I've taken away is it's, it might be little things that help out, but it's putting it into practice. Man, I'm looking. I'm still thinking about shrimp and grits. Sorry, guys. <laughs> I'm excited about it because my my friends were like, "You need to make shrimp and grits again." I haven't made it in over a year, so I got to go find my recipe, dust it off. Hopefully, I have to do a try run. I'm gonna go get my seafood from Rosie's. Though, so go if you're in the Kima League City Dickinson area and you're looking for seafood, go get your seafood from uh, Rosie's. I love those people. They got great food: tuna steaks, shrimp, crawfish, all that. Right there in right there in uh, Seabrook, across the Kima Bridge. You know. So, I think I'm done. I think I've said it all. I don't know what else can say because this is kind of a real simple thing to do. Remember, guys, if you're gonna produce results, make sure you're consuming and taking the time to consume the pivotal bits of information you need. And the appropriate bits of information you need. Don't fill yourself up on junk. And if you find yourself consuming too much without production, limit it. Go burn off. That's why I like fasting. Fasting sometimes, if you've produced, if you've consumed too much food and you go on a fast and you get lean and you get a little more hungry, then it's like, all right, I remember this. This is good. I like this. So, as always, guys. I hope you've enjoyed this. Please like, share, subscribe uh, to the people who have been. I appreciate it. To, once again, if you've you know come this far and listened, thank you so much. I'm going to be having some more guests on the show. I'm going to be coming down the pipe. I'm recording these. But as always, guys, I love y'all, and I'm praying for you. Have a good one.